This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Thank you for joining us at the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We've got a question here about being a disciple, Michael, and the question goes, what are the qualifications for being a disciple of Jesus? And why did Judas Iscariot make the list? Well, I've actually never been asked this question either. I assume they don't mean just being a general follower of Christ. They're talking about the 12. The 12. It seems to be that the qualifications were Jesus asked you. Yeah. Number one, you yeah. responded in the affirmative. Number two, number three, you were a man, um, mm-hmm. which may not be popular, but they were all men. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we need to be clear that a disciple is a learner, is a follower of a master or a rabbi. But I think what they're asking here is the normal disciples that we think of are the 12. Yep. And then how did Judas Iscariot make the list of the 12? Yeah. So in the first century, a rabbi had to actually approach you and you had to respond in kind. And yes. typically, this was done when kids were like 13 years old. So mm-hmm. the fact that Jesus is calling a bunch of dudes in their late teens, early 20s, is really striking. In fact, there's a text, I can't remember where it is, but where all of the apostles are not required to pay the temple tax except for Peter, meaning that all of them were under 21 years old except for Peter. Except for Peter. So you got this young group of guys who are older, though. They've already gone into their livelihoods. They've already passed the age of when a Jewish kid could go follow a rabbi with the potential of becoming a rabbi. rabbi. So big picture is the requirements for following a rabbi were very specific. But for Jesus, he just kind of comes in. Jesus is an unsanctioned rabbi, (laughs) ironically. (laughs) Nobody ever gave him rabbinical permission. He doesn't have, I mean, he was a carpenter. So he's already a controversial figure. And then he goes and picks out a bunch of guys who failed the normal rabbinical system and calls them guys who honestly were not great men by and large. Like they weren't like the godly kids in class. They were kind of the the hoodlums. And so why did Judas Iscariot make the list? Probably... I could only surmise, but probably to make a point. To fulfill scripture. Yeah. Yeah, even the Old Testament scripture talks about how that Jesus is going to be betrayed by the inner circle. And so Judas is there. I think it also gives us a great understanding of God's grace, God's forgiveness, God's ability to work with anyone and giving them the opportunity. But yet the disciples, the other 11, had no clue that Judas was going to betray Jesus. Jesus knew, though, which Jesus is funny. Knew. He's yeah. like, hey, Judas, hold the money. Yeah, hold the money. He gave him the money <laughs> bag from the very beginning. And the other disciples trusted Judas. And yep. yet, even at the Last Supper, Jesus knows what is in the heart of Judas. Calls him out on it. And yet, none of the other disciples know this. Yep. And like, how do you miss it? You know, the money's going, the money's slipping away. But even so, they didn't see it. And it is striking to me how Jesus approaches ministry and money. Yeah. It just wasn't an issue for him. Mm-hmm. He's just like, money comes, money goes. Yeah. But we'll put the the guy who's not actually saved in the money roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not advocating like churches find Judas's and then put them in the charge of their finances. But Jesus is just not worried about the things we're worried about. That's right. <laughs> Why did Judas Iscariot make the list? Well, it's possible because of prophecies. Although I don't know if the prophecies needed to take place by a disciple. Yeah. But it could be. Could be, yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. 
other than the fact that Jesus was up to something. And we do know that around Judas, though, a number of prophecies came to fruition. Yes. Maybe we'll say the prophecies. Yeah, I say that's a better answer. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I had to process it. But it's also interesting that in the book of Acts, the early church, the disciples, they understood, okay, there's some unique reason that there's 12. And so immediately after the resurrection, when they're in the upper room, they're casting lots. We got to replace them. We got to replace him. Yep. There, there's got to be 12. Yep. So there is some significance in their minds that Judas needed to be replaced. 12 tribes, et cetera. Yeah. So I've heard a number of people talk about Acts 1 when he's replaced, that it was actually apparently like a sinful thing to do. Like it wasn't good. They're trying to replace him. And the whole point was that the disciples or they became the apostles would not be replaced. I don't even know what I think about that, yeah. but clearly we don't have 12 apostles in perpetual leadership over the church for 2,000 years replaced each one as they die. It is interesting in Acts 1 that the disciples meet together and they want to determine, okay, Judas was not qualified. What are the qualifications for a disciple? And they got really specific. And they got very specific. It's not even possible to find a disciple, an apostle anymore, if you will. Yeah. You know, you have to have been with him from the baptism of John. Yeah. That's why even Paul calling himself an apostle is— And he says, I'm an apostle out of time. I'm a unique kind of an apostle. We're apostles today, true biblical apostles— don't exist. Yeah, they can't. You can have a gift where maybe a, a ministry calling where you go do things like the apostles did, Yeah, but it doesn't make you an apostle. Like when I see on TV that someone says, I'm an apostle Peter, or I'm apostle <laughs> Davy. I'm like, hmm. uh, yeah. I just wonder if they think that they are able to do the things the apostles did or if they're speaking in terms of function. Function rather than... It's a big word for function. Yeah, it is. I'm a president in function. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels weird. All right. What's the next question? Next question. Can a Christian have premarital sex if it is in a committed relationship? Mm -hmm.